And welcome back to the Part-Time Otaku Podcast. My name is Dave. My name is Grant. And it's finally here. Today we're talking about the Demon Slayer Mugen Train movie. Um, we're talking about our review of it, loose discussion, um, nothing too formal, but up front we will tell you there will absolutely be spoilers. Um, I feel like we're some of the last people to see this movie anyway, so if you're listening, <laughs> you've probably seen it, but just you know, be warned, we're going to talk about the whole plot of the movie, probably some of our favorite moments and and all of that. We're both coming uh, pretty fresh off of a off of a watch, so yeah, brace yourself and enjoy. Hey Grant. Hey. Um, I think we both potentially had some issues starting to like just to actually watch the movie. So, what did you run into? So. I, Maybe I'll just say off the top for context for anybody listening. You know, we're in North America. It's like one of the last places to get the movie, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, you know, streaming directly on Funimation. And then it was also available for rent on like Google Play and stuff like that. So so if, therein yeah. lied the problem. That was that was the special word there. It was uh, Funimation really, uh, they really caught me to my last nerve from the past couple of days. Man. And, and, you know, it's it's not fair because I was doing some reading online Um I believe Funimation came out and was like, "Hey, we're working on this. Like, this is a whole new plot." Really? I guess. I guess what it was before was re- really not good, and this is actually really? a huge improvement. So I think there's just port like the coinciding release of Mugen Train, and then also them yeah. updating their platform. Um, I think it was just <laughs> like you know, like anyways. So interesting. Um, so that was the thing. You know, I, you and I both don't subscribe to. Uh, to Funimation, so we, you know, we. I'm assuming that I think that's what you did as well. You know, so I, I got everything set up. Would not let me add my credit card. On, oh really? On so mobile. So you couldn't even just like your problem was like just getting the subscription. No, out? Dave. This is there's there's some hoops I had to jump through. So it wouldn't go through <laughs> on mobile. I'm like that's weird. I go to the website. Same thing was just kind of like kicking me out, saying you can't you can't qualify for this because you've already used like a two-week free trial at some point and so i was oh, like okay, okay that's See, fine I was, like i was on charge the me that was the thing it was like charge me like yeah, let me pay i want to watch it and it just wouldn't go through i'm like fuck so i'm like all right i'll try the the playstation app mm-hmm. so i download that lo and behold goes through and i'm like okay we're cooking with gas here now <laughs> you know like <laughs> let's get going so I knew people were having problems. I had read online people were having problems, like just yeah. getting getting the stream started. Yeah, I had a, yeah. So, first time I go, nothing, no audio, nothing. It's just a still image of uh, Nezuko, uh, Nezuko. Mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, that's fucking weird. And cancel out, wouldn't do anything. Da da da. So I'm like, fuck. Okay. A lot of futzing around with that, eh? Fussing around with that, and I'm like, okay, we're not watching it till like for another, like another hour, anyways. Maybe we'll mm. just let it sit. It'll figure itself out. It doesn't mm-hmm. close the app out, go back in, and it, uh, it then it starts playing. Still the still image, but all the audio is playing in the background, and it would not it would not load through. So I close the app. Is there out anything completely. more frustrating than this kind of shit? Oh, it's crazy. You know, like it's it's not like we're under a timeline. Like obviously, like you and I have been really busy lately. It, We've been trying to iron out a yeah. date so where we could talk and then also watch the movies. So we're not. It was just like it was like this weird little juggling act. Anyways, long story short, or long story long, uh, finally get it going, and then like app crashes, and I'm like, oh yeah. 
it starts playing, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go buy it. Because you can't rent it. You have to buy it outright, which is yep. whatever. It's like 15 bucks, like on mm-hmm. whatever stores. Yeah, Google Play, and iTunes, whatever. As I'm about to go for the purchase, I had the app open and it kicked in playing. I was like, all right, let's go. Oh <laughs> and I God. just let it do its thing. I was like, all it needed to be th- was threatened to lose or money go <laughs> elsewhere. That's all it needed. <laughs> so you watched it today? Well, it started last night, fell asleep. Nice. Um,. And it, the app was kind of kicking up. It was pausing and stuttering, and I was mm. like, "Fuck, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm getting sleepy anyways." And then I more or less rewatched it from the beginning today. Yeah. Went back 20 minutes from where I, I last left it, and but uh, yeah, it was. I have not had, and I'm not trying to compare Crunchyroll and Funimation at all. Like, I don't think that's, I don't think that that's necessary in this argument. But legitimately, the only time I've had issues on Crunchyroll is Attack on Titan, like night of, or like drop of an episode. On Crunchyroll, like where it just crashes everything and like no one can watch it, kind of thing. Yeah. So it's but when like the traffic is so high. It, yeah. I won't harp on this too long because I'd had most of the issues that you had. I didn't have mm-hmm. issues getting the trial out of the subscription going. It was just yeah. like, um, super janky. Like I would select the actual um, the poster art for the movie, like click on the tile to br- pull up the movie, and yeah. it would just bring me to a blank page, and I would. With, but with nothing but a back arrow. And then I realized it was taking like 30 to 40 plus seconds just to mm. load the next page. So I was like, I, my like impatientness as a user, not wanting mm. to wait 40 seconds, was like putting me in like a loop. <laughs> sure. And then like, you know, I can, I tend to be maybe a little extra critical of this kind of stuff because in like my profession, I'm in the industry of streaming video. So I'm just sitting there being like, how did they not anticipate like they've yeah. had months and months and months to be ready for this, and like yeah. it was announced months ago that there would be, um, you know, that it would be exclusive, and like it's not I even. I don't think so. I think it was actually like they probably knew behind the scenes, but it wasn't made public till I think about like two three weeks ago. I mean, but even then, like, I just selecting a regular show had the same problem. So I was like, no, 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 no yeah, what is sure. this? Like, yeah. like the, the whole app was just like such crap and then like i i ended up doing something similar where the mobile app was so bad because i was at first i figured i was like okay well maybe i'll try doing the mobile app and i'll try casting it but that mm. was like just complete non-starter um and then so i got it on like a couple of different tv applications um and eventually like the roku tv app was solid ish that was mm. probably ironically the best experience hmm. um but it was tough once once I got going, though, it was, like, good. Like, there was no, you know, I didn't have any buffering issues or anything like that. Well, when I went to go resume it this afternoon, like, when I got home from work, same thing. I was like, fuck. Like, am I literally going to go through, like, 30 minutes of jumping through hoops again? Man. But thankfully, you know, honestly, it was longer than 40 seconds. I think it took about two minutes. I just let it sit there. I went to the kitchen, and I heard it playing, and I just, like, <laughs> ripped back into the living room. Like, all right, where do we leave off? I didn't want to fast forward. I didn't want to do anything. I just, like, okay, this is where we're starting. Like, it's... It's crazy because you don't think of these applications when they're good, right? You only sure. think of them when they're bad. Yeah. So, like, when you have, like, a seamless experience with, like, whatever streaming service that you use that you just works for you, yeah. you don't think about how good that is. You, mm-hmm. you only think about it when you run into roadblocks. Absolutely. Um, and, like, when it's something, like, highly anticipated like this, you really feel it. So, anyway, um, so I, I ended up watching it Saturday night. You watched it, you know, yesterday and today. What is your knee-jerk reaction? How do you feel? Fucking A, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's... 
I it's I, I was thinking how I wanted to word it because it's gonna sound odd. Like it felt like it felt like the show. Yeah, and 100%. I think and I think that's important because again, I haven't seen a lot of anime movies. Like you know, and like you and I have both been very forward. Like we're still. We've been watching anime for a long time, but like our our scope hasn't been as big as you know some some fans are, and like we're working on that. So mm-hmm. any stuff I've watched is either like a singular film or it's just non-canon. Mm-hmm. You know the My Hero movies or like uh, Ghost in the Shell, and uh, I think I've watched the Odd Gundam movie here and there. Yeah. I, I can think you of know, one other film I've seen that is like canon to a television show, and it's yeah. Dragon Ball Super Broly, oh, and it took them like yeah. twenty plus years to do a canon movie. <laughs> Yeah, well, so, th- so that's the thing. So, like, you know, like, everything you can always... At, that stuff I've seen, even like, specifically the My Hero one, like, it feels... It's the show, but it's very singular. It feels out, like, mm-hmm. out of the scope. This was... This was the natural progression from one to the other, you know? Like, I felt like this is just an extended episode of the show, and I thought that was perfect, you know? I, it's, I totally agree. It felt yeah. as though they were, like... They, they looked at like just like how they were framing their arcs and they were like now this arc would be a good movie specifically yeah. and maybe it would be like a it would just be a weird thing to cram into season two i was and they were like we can yeah. do this great in two hours i was watching like as i was watching all i could think about is like and that's where they would cut it there and this is where they would cut it there yeah. and i was like this wouldn't work this is too you know, it's it's a train ride. Like, it's mm-hmm. meant to be take place in, like, a two-hour span. It's actually, it's oddly perfect that this is the movie, you know? Yeah, it um, is. It would almost be, like, you, you would want to binge all of these episodes in a row if it was on a streaming service as episodes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it would definitely not flow with a week-long break. Uh, it would absolutely yeah, drag. It would 100% drag. You'd be like, when are we getting off this train? Yeah. <laughs> like, we've been on this train for, it would be, like, you know, six to eight weeks worth of episodes yeah um so yeah movie was the right decision i remember saying to you i don't think this was back in the podcast days but being almost like kind of having my doubts about the um, jumping to a movie because it was like demon slayer season one was such a huge hit yeah it was like yeah but now you're gonna delay your whole production schedule to like cash in on a movie and you know like nothing had been like you know there was no like key art or trailers out yet like and you know there wasn't really a great blueprint for an anime movie that's canon. This is the blueprint. This <laughs> yeah. is the watershed moment for right? I think, going forward. I think, and you know, we've talked about this on on the main show. Like, this is you know, like Jujutsu Kaisen is the next show to be doing this. You know, yeah. they're setting up a canon prequel movie, and if I think that's good if it breaks up. You know, mm-hmm. the, it kind of it kind of separates seasons a little more, and it kind of. Sh- I I was like two minutes into this thing, I was like, "Fuck, I got to do a rewatch stat a season one." Like this is, oh my god, I for- and it's like the show had such, it gripped you and I. You know that mm-hmm. Demon Slayer is the reason we're doing this show. You know, probably like it's, yeah. It's, you know, it's we we had been talking about it for years, but we both saw that we we're talking back and forth, and we we're like, "Well, let's just do it. Like, let's do our show." You know, mm-hmm. and um fuck man this show solid it's stunning stunning it, i i can't, i forgot yeah. how beautiful it looked i forgot how like just comedy the, too. the comedy the cast of characters like the like fucking uh inosuke or inosuke how do yeah. you say that he's yeah. got it it's hard to roll off the tongue for him but holy fuck that dude kills me like he yeah he, uh, he had some really really great moments in this and zenitsu uh, too movie. i know he's not like as much of a fan favorite because he's a little loud uh, and obnoxious, mostly for but, me like, 
but when he, he was sh- when perfectly he shows used. up. Oh, absolutely, I love it. Like it's yeah, no, I I genuinely love this movie. It's it was nice too. It was kind of a treat, you know. Like we get to enjoy the show, but you know that's the thing. We we get those non-canon movies for stuff, and it's all insane art style and art direction and animation, and then it's like, but it doesn't really. It doesn't matter. matter. It's not, that's it's, the thing. You know, but this does. It's like <laughs> like this is kind of like the holy grail a little bit. You know, this is this is a big deal for a series. And I think shows are going to continue to do this. I think more and more people are going to pick this up. This is the way. This is the way, for sure. See what I did there? <laughs> um, I, you know, I think maybe we should start um, and, and just sort of say, we'll try and keep it along, like, the order of the plot line in the movie, but I don't yeah. really care. Um, you know, but I, I will say that I thought they had a really, really strong opening. Mm. Um Here's a technical question that I I didn't think of until I was like flipping through the just like scrolling through the movie again today. So, you know, there's the whole introduction. We meet Ren Goku on the train. There's like mm. some fun comedy. You know, I <laughs> I I did enjoy that little moment of like uh, Tanjiro being like, so about this like Hinokami Kagura breathing thing. He's like, not a clue. Yeah. Not anyway, a <laughs> <laughs> you got a black sword. How unfortunate. Like the. Yeah. They set him up really good. Yeah. But speaking of his setup, here's my question. He decimates two demons, right? Yeah. Um, and they all talk about how cool he looks. And, like, the you know, brilliant animation. We can talk about that in detail in a moment if you want. But my question is, that happens immediately after their tickets are punched. And then it cuts abruptly to them sleeping. Like, did they dream... Of him killing those two demons, or did that happen, and then they all sat back down and promptly fell asleep? Oh, yeah, I guess. Or did you know what I mean? Like, did they get up, kill some demons? They're like, "All right, that was fun." Well, because and what's his name? Is it Enmu? Is the yeah lower the main one. demon? Yeah. So he or makes the a Mugen demon. Yeah. So he makes a mention of the second your tickets were punched, my blood activated. But I think he clearly had the choice of when it kicked in. Right. Is my guess. That would be my only, like, that's my headcanon of it, I guess. If maybe they they get a little more detail, but, um... It was just a weird cut when I looked back at it. Hmm. I hadn't thought of that. I I mean, I don't know. It may not matter, but I was almost like... You know, because then they... No, I don't think it does, but... Then they end up having... separate dreams so like maybe it would be weird for them all to dream collectively it would sort of mess God, up the those whole dreams thing are so fucking good yeah so um I, I don't know if there's anything in this realm you want to talk about first i love the ren goku like intro with the comedy and then like the badassery yeah, yeah him immediately getting to work and him like inosuke inosuke yeah inosuke i don't know inosuke it, yeah I, inosuke he jumps right in and it's just immediately like sat down on a bench yeah you know and he kind of breaks the rule of like no like i'm going for it like yeah. don't rescue first attack first and and that's the thing too i will say like rengoku at the end of last season when they kind of introduced like all the is it the hisharis or yeah. uh, hashira hashira you know all, all the different ranks all the all the like the big casting like the lore dump of characters at the end of the first season you know they clearly set up this movie right with him and all that like they kind of mm-hmm. i think it was known he that got, he was going to be in this movie yeah just a touch more screen time than everybody else and i remember i remember hating it i was like i don't get this i don't like this at all i know eh? i don't like the look i'm not like well, he's really out there 
It's something that he's out there. It's it's the Endeavor thing. I think flames like are just like so overused and kind of tacky. Oh and, god! And yeah. the and the aesthetic of like his cape is also fire Dude. too. I was like, come on. The cape. But, I I totally agree on the cape. It is a bit much. You know. So like, and that's what we had, and then we've had nothing for like what like, almost two yeah. years now yeah. until we've watched this movie, and like I'm completely like you, you know like eating it up. Eating it up. It's like, okay, this guy is awesome. Because we had no real time with him. Like, you know, it's they kind of just show you, like, this goofy-looking character. Don't get much. And you got to wait all this time. But it, I agree. Very dope. Very funny. And just this... I didn't understand the staring straight thing. But and after a while, I was just like, all right, dude's got eyes wide open. <laughs> That's yeah. just this thing. Like, I thought they kept calling him Goggles. <laughs> yeah. That was good. I yeah. like... Uh, the, uh, so we're moving right along. I... Th- think i loved the dreams you know all of them uh, yeah. yeah i'm just trying to think like at one point i was like hey let's get back to like the main plot but the pacing of this movie like we talked about how it would make it's a better movie than it would be episodes mm. but the pacing and how they decide to pick up and slow down and they keep like kind of dropping it yeah like they they go in and out of gear um because if we just did 30 to 40 straight minutes of everybody in dream sequences i probably wouldn't like, it might be a little off, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they keep flitting back to reality Yeah. in between everything. It's like Inception. It reminded me of Inception. Dude, like you there see is a the people that Inception are awake. stuff in here. A lot. You see the people that are still awake and the people that are sleeping, and you're trying to, like, pick what's true and what's not. And it wasn't obnoxious and it wasn't in your face. It was very well done. Like, it's... That was, you know, Inception... Um, it was kind of going down on itself. In, mm-hmm. in, in moments, this was very grounded. Like, they kind of kept the dreams, they, like, almost yeah. a one-to-one. Like kind of like was... the first pillar of Inception, but they didn't go like deeper. Yeah, they didn't go we don't too, have to go deep. deeper. Yeah, so I, I really like that. It was yeah, yeah. One of the greatest moments that is kind of Inception like is Nezuko getting frustrated and like headbutting him, and then using <laughs> yeah. like her demon art, and he catches fire in his real dream or in the dream. Yeah. yeah. Um. So much of Tanjiro's dreams were my complete favorite of the whole movie. Um. Like, there's the obvious like him meeting his family. And like losing the emotion, it moment. The emotional stuff was very, very well handled, and mm-hmm. it's good. It was good to see. I really didn't want Tanjiro to backslide, mm-hmm. and he didn't. Like he was in it, you know, because he was clearly like that was the thing. Like he he thought this was real life. He wasn't like backsliding on his demeanor. He wasn't kind of getting confused on it. Like when he knew what was going on, mm-hmm. he was himself. He was true to himself, yep. and he knew like no, my fan. Like, I give this a jumping head a little bit, but he says no, like, no. you know, no. my family wouldn't say this. You know, I guess we were talking yeah. the realm of dreams. Like when he was in the dreams, and fuck, man, like he has some baller anime, like Hall of Fame moments in this movie. Like he he does, and yeah. like you can tell. Like one of the things they seem to put a lot of emphasis on on Tanjiro, and they do that with a lot of protagonists in Shonen, is you you want to get the vibe that the main your main character is just somehow good, right? Like good natured. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, obviously, like, we're coming right off the movie, but it's hard to think of someone um, that has been nailed so well in this way other than Tanjiro. Like, you know, mm. there's, like, Avatar Aang and Goku and all these people that I can think of. I would put Midoriya in there. Uh, Midoriya, Itadori even. Like, there's lots of really fun shonen characters like yeah. that. But, you know, the way they handle um, his... Uh, his subconscious <laughs> yeah and the way it's animated especially because mm. there's a big juxtaposition when they show you exactly what ren goku's looks like just moments before yeah that was killer 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like, they, they've nailed, when you think about it that way, they nailed that stuff about Tanjiro very early on in season one, you know? Like, when he kills demons, the whole, like, holding their hand as they go thing. Yeah. It's like, that's like a very specific thing they're going for that you just don't see. No. Um, in a lot of other shows. but And, and they, I feel like they pay a lot of tribute to that and, like, who mm-hmm. his character is in this show or in this movie without, like, without it feeling forced. Well, it's the nice thing. It, it feels, it's like we said, like, it's it's just another episode of the show, you know? Like, they, mm-hmm. they don't have, <coughs> pardon me. Sorry about that, but, like, you know, the, and that's the other thing, too, I kind of want to jump into is the details. They have this two-hour time span where they can throw little extra things in there that you would you could see in a show like a mm-hmm. little moment like there's the line of when Enmu tells like the four passengers who like have to tie up to like the four characters didn't see that coming and also like just a little detail of like and remember don't touch them you know it was like that yes. in the show there's a chance that could have just not been said and just blow right into like go tie them up or start the ritual or something like that they took time was, for the detail they, they took time for the detail and it's like I love it. Like thank same you. same yeah, as when uh, Tendros takes time for the detail. He goes, "I have a feeling if I cut the ropes with my sword." See, didn't like that. That's the opposite. That was like going to. And there's a couple moments with Enmu where, like, the second phase of the boss fight, <laughs> where he was like, "Oh, I'm ecstatic. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what's happening to you." It's like, well, we would have pieced that together. Like, obviously, like you're not dead. You're somewhere else in the train. You know, there was little stuff yes. like that where the detail was perfectly laid. And it seemed natural, and I, and then the other parts where I felt it was a little forced, and it was like, we're smart, like we're viewers, like we're we're used to this kind of thing, right? Like this is not a movie for first time anime watchers. This is for people, fans of the show, yeah, who are looking for the next arc. You know, it's it's, it's kind of a weird viewing experience in that way, but it it is a weird viewing experience in that way because I feel like this show is going or not. The, keep calling it a show i feel like this movie is going to be weighed a little bit against itself and its own success Mm. and like a big part of like the headlines on this movie are like it beat spirited away it's like japan's number one thing and like you have you know i don't know if there people are comparing it to spirited away but i'm sure there are right sure um and it's just like it is an amazing movie but it's but it's not spirited away it's not spirited away and it's also it's a it's a movie that's uh, adapting an arc uh, off of a currently running anime you know it's yeah. like it that is canon that and you won't like i'm sure you would enjoy this have you not seen oh demon for sure. slayer for sure but like it is kind of super important that you have like mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like seeing avengers without you know avengers like is a good movie but like it's not half as good if you haven't seen what's come before it mm. um but but anyway yeah there was some weird movie stuff like the boss fight that was probably really the only f- critique I had. Okay. Um, or, or nitpick, I guess. And I, I felt like, you know, and I won't skip over anything or I won't mention anything else till till later. But you could kind of tell, like, sorry, which boss fight are we talking? about? I'm talking about Enmu. So the, the when he becomes the train, which oh, okay. I did not see coming. Did you? I I had I had a hunch. Also, Leanna called it. She watched it with me. Had, has never watched the show. She's and, like, he's uh, gonna be the train. Well, she well no. She's like, uh, they cut the head off, and you know, Tanjiro's kind of like putting it together. There's also like a lot of like Tanjiro talking out loud a little bit, and it was mm-hmm. like, who the fuck, dude? Who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there was points where he was clearly talking to Inusuke, and then there was times where it was just kind of like into the ether and like talking. He monologues himself. a lot. It was weird. Like, and, I don't like internal him doing that in the monologue show. a lot. 
But he'll say it out loud. It was, I feel like he was oh, talking really? out loud at points. Maybe, maybe I'm just... I don't know. Maybe it was when I was tired and watching it. But, um... Leanna, you know, they say, oh, where's the head? And Leanna's like, well, it's it's obviously the front of the train. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it probably is. <laughs> like, yeah, five minutes sense. later. And then five minutes later, like, oh, it's... I'm like, well, duh. Like, it's a train. <laughs> like, there's a front and there's a back, you know? Like, I don't know. It was, it was funny. But, um... No, I didn't. I didn't completely see it coming, but you could. They're ramping up to that. Yeah. How, did you? I, okay. Before we go, I want to talk. So, I thought it was so cool how there's callbacks to everyone's dreams later in the episode. Mm. When there's Inusuke is like <laughs> he's got the team expedition, and they kind of Dude, make that reference. Was so to, funny. Well, he has so much intuition. Yeah. He has good intuition and it's him and the expedition team looking and they find the like the the train spider, the train centipede or whatever. That was so good. In the cave. And then Usuke later is like, Ah, I was right. Like it's the train we gotta kill. <laughs> and then like in, in uh Zenitsu's dream, you know, he has to protect he's trying to you know, so she, um uh Nezuko, Nezuko doesn't get yeah. hurt and you know, he's gotta protect her, make sure she's safe, and then he comes to her rescue in the exact same way. It's all their dreams come to life. It just shows mm-hmm. how powerful these characters are. And just, yeah. So, anyways, I just want to the importance of all their dreams. I wanted to just quickly touch on those. I, I thought they were all perfectly tuned to the characters. Yeah. I loved yeah. um, the subtle, subconscious, almost Inception-like uh, quality to Tanjiro's dreams, like him yelling mm. at himself in the water. Yeah, unreal animation, by the way. Yeah. Um, and you know, like Nezuko's box being like somewhere in the woods. It does a double take, but it's gone. And then, like, he, like, talks to himself. He's, like, worried about Nezuko being out in the daylight, but he doesn't exactly know why. That mm. slow build of him, like, it dawning Figuring on it him. Because yeah. they obviously spent more time on him and his dream and his, like, coming to. I loved that. Um, yeah. To skip back a little bit and uh, back to the boss fight, what I was going to say about my nitpick was I felt like, and and it's weird that this is my, my one nitpick about the animation, um, the blobiness of the yeah. of Enmu, like, becoming the train. Like, I get that, you know, that would have been genuinely impossible. probably impossible to hand do, yeah. to hand draw. Yeah. And there's and just, I like, so much they, going on. I think that's why I can, me personally, I can kind of gloss over it a little bit. Yeah. Because that would be... It's just crazy. Manpower would be, yeah. Know. It's just crazy because you don't, you know, one of the things that Demon Slayer especially is really well known for is, like, their 3D elements... And, like, how they, uh, you know, use that for, like, camera work and how they use yeah. that for things like weather. And like, the 3D backdrop with the 2D characters. Yeah, kinda, unbelievable. Yeah, so great. Yeah. Uh, and so when, when it looks a little not 100%, it's, like, it was a little bit, um, I don't know, grading. But also probably because it was such a huge part of the movie. We're not talking, like, a scene. We're talking, like, 10. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if yeah. it's even just a touch off or, like... For, for how the animation looks, but it's in, like, 30% of the movie, that's, you know, that is substantial. I'm not saying it, it took me out, but... It was jarring yeah. at first, for sure, mm-hmm. but I found as it went along, it was just, it just seemed magical, because the speed of it, too, it, like, when it, when it really starts kicking the gear, and it, a lot of movement... Yeah, that's second hard half to, like, of that fight. It, it's hard to focus on it anyways, so... When it, like, it, brings it, it back more his natural. head, I, I was like, mm. Well, that, that was, I think, the worst of it was... Yeah. When and that's the part I'm talking about too. Like I'm so ecstatic. Let me tell you my plan and da da da. It's like, come on. Oh, the monologue. Oh, like the, the monologue. Yeah, the, the bad guy. The monologue. monologue. That was that was a little much. And then the animation. This like the 3D CG in that moment was not 
you know, it was, again, very hard to see. But once the train starts transforming across the board, it was like, ah, mm. I see why they've done this. You know, Another thing on that note is, like, if they had to... Because, you know, they're still a studio. They still, you know, movies, generally speaking, always have better animation than the running TV shows. But, like, there's still a budget, and they still spent substantial money on this. I, I used to know. I can't remember now. But I also, you know how the movie ends and those last action scenes I was like ah they were also saving <laughs> they were saving some money for this yeah um i uh, is there anything we want to cover before we get to that last act um well i think like the fight itself between like the what like are you talking we should talk about the the two-phase fight with enmu yeah i loved uh i think my favorite moment in that was Tanjiro's repeated suicides and his yeah. near real life suicide? Oh, to, in the second phase, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, Inusuke yeah, saving heavy, him, yeah. heavy. I was gonna say episode, but heavy Inusuke in this movie. I feel like more so than we've seen in the show. Agreed. He like the like they had a really strong. If you remember the forest arc in uh, season one, like oh, a lot yeah. of because Zenitsu just chickens out right and he yeah. gets like he has to do his own thing um but the two of them almost you know uh tanjiro and inosuke make it a lot farther together mm-hmm. and like there's like a lot of like fun duality between them and they, i feel like they just kept going in this one and it was really well done yeah incredibly i they're the three the four of them including nezuko they're a really good team and but um yeah i know like i said the second phase of the fight was really like the first part was very by the numbers Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of throw down with, with the demon it was great to see. And even though, like, the animation of the, you know, when, and when he, you know, the self suicide in the dreams gets to him, goes for the head, awesome, mm. like, awesome, awesome stuff. But just even though the CG wasn't great with the second phase of the fire, the second form, mm-hmm. that is really where they dial up. At least for when it comes to Tanjiro and Enosuke, like, they music dial too. the music, the soundtrack was out of control. The speed. Of the, the whole, just all the shots. Very well. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I just didn't notice anymore. And it looked yeah. all, it fluid together and it made sense. It was really, really good. Um, but, uh... There's some sequences of them both flying through the air, fighting, like, the, whatever, like, the blurb. The, eye, the eyes. The the eyes, but uh, the tentacles is what I was saying for. Um, oh, going oh for yes. it, Yeah, like, just flying through the air, chopping them all up. You know, they have, they've got all these fun ducking and bobbing and weaving things. And then, like, yeah, when the eyes come out, that really vivid blue... Yeah. The, like, just the color palette is really accentuated by that. I love that shit. A very strange nitpick, and I actually can't believe I'm saying this. Hit me. But one of my favorite things about the show is whenever they, you know, because they say their moves. They say mm-hmm. you know, water breathing, form, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, you know, you, you see that and you're like, oh, shit. What one is he about to bust yeah, out yeah, right yeah. now? <laughs> a, a slight problem I found in this movie is the overuse. It was like, it was just... You know, again, I feel like there would have been, like, half yeah. the dialogue in the movie would have been reduced because they wouldn't have been saying this. But, like, the moves back-to-back, it was just, like, water-breathing this, form one, da-da-da. It wasn't, like, you know, they couldn't... I'm not saying they needed to shorten it down, but it just felt like back-to-back. It was, like, a lot of repetition. Yeah. That's, you know, that's was, a fair point. It kind of... I find yeah. it took the power out of, like, okay, we're going... Oh, shit, he's using form eight or whatever. You know, it's, like... It was just, like, back-to-back-to-back. But I guess that's what you do. You have, like, your Rolodex. You're in a big fight. You need to use everything. But it just... yeah. No, that's so fair. many people. So many people fighting, all in, like between Inosuke and uh, Rengoku, and we didn't really hear anything out of Zenitsu. He had like that bomb, like he, he rips in his one. sleep. 
which love that like his lightning abilities are so fucking well he only has the one ability (laughs) yeah well for now yeah i don't i i wonder if he goes the whole series without learning a second one i would be shocked if he did i Um, think he's due for some little bit of character development you know it it was funny you know at first i was like oh did we get enough zenitsu and then i was like well we got enough (laughs) we did because you know you don't want to overuse him and you don't want to underuse him but like you know pair him with nezuko she got some really cool moments too and it's funny because like he's only useful when he's asleep and like they found the perfect environment for that (laughs) (laughs) um so that worked out too it was also cool to see you know without wasting a ton of time that Nezuko seems to have come a little bit far. Like, you know, she didn't really have any issues using her demon blood art, which she used for mm. the first time towards the end of season one. Mm-hmm. And uh, also just going all out and fighting, you know, in those cart in the cars. So she seemed to be completely independent. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I I loved the, uh, the... That was like a standout moment for me, is when in- Inosuke kind of saves... Tanjiro from self-suiciding. Yeah, that was just, a good bait and switch on Enmu's part. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Good villain. Also, too, like, we haven't Solid. really talked about too much of his personality. Very cool. Like, the upper, or I guess he'd be a lower lower, yep. uh, lower rank or whatever, but um, they really, they give really good flair and character to their villains. Even though, like, they're all kind of demons, each one gets their own independent. It's very similar to the... Uh, I'm going to ask you again, the Hashari, or the, the Hashiras, uh, yeah. Hashiras. Yeah. like, they're, they're like, almost they, like one yin and one. yang, yeah, yeah. I, it's really cool how they give them, like, such uniqueness, and very good villains in this show, I, I honestly can't think of a bad villain in the show yeah. so far, um, but yeah, so Edmu, he eats it, good villain, you know oh, what I, oh, oh, go ahead. sorry, you go ahead, no, you, you go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, speaking of which, at the end of season one, the, um, the master guy does tell Tanjiro, you know, go help, you know, run Goku on this mission or whatever. But he also says, if you really want to prove yourself and you really want to climb the ladder and, like, you know, do whatever, then go slay a member of the 12 Kizuki. You know what I mean? This Mm. is before they're disassembled by Muzan Kibutsuji. So, like, Mm. there's theoretically 10 or, you know, 11 at that point. And this would have been the last one of the lower six. And Tanjiro technically gets the kill. So, for what that's worth, that's kind of, like, mission accomplished. Okay, that's the thing. There's a couple of details I was a little fuzzy on about the show. We don't need to get into that. I I kind of pieced it together by the end, but um, like this is a, what I was gonna say is this is a very violent show. L- last thing on Enmu, and we'll mm-hmm. we'll move into the second half of the movie, or I guess like the last third. Mm-hmm. Um, this is obviously a very violent and gory show. You know, like it's you can't really say it's grounded, but like the characters are grounded, mm-hmm. but like the, it's very heightened fighting and all that. But it, it's you know it, it feels believable. Um, I forgot how truly like has like the horror elements of the show because there's that dial or that mon- kind of like back and forth Enmu and Tanjiro have at one point where he says you know I want you to have dreams first but I like giving you bad dreams after like I like seeing the slaughter and then it cuts to like the tra- the train car of just the massacre and he's like I like to see the distorted faces and all that I was like fuck I forgot this show took it there you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like it just it was a good little reminder. It's easy to uh, to forget, but in in the pilot, you know, they, in the pilot they have like these really iconic at this point, this, but this really iconic scene of him walking back home into his house, and it's just soaked in blood, and there's just bodies everywhere, and that's yeah. in the pilot. 
mm-hmm. know what I mean? So yeah, they they go for it, and they also revisit that dark place, right? When they, even just that art style of all the red, um, mm. they revisit that when he gives Tanjiro's nightmares later in the fight, and his yeah. father is calling him useless, and mm. <laughs> so yeah, I think like they they use that darkness very efficiently in the show. If you go back to that well a little bit too often, then you kind of cheapen it. But like mm-hmm. they just like they they just sprinkle it in at the right moments. So, yeah, shit's dark. Yeah. And then there's this whole second uh there's this whole second fight in the last in the third act of the movie. Mm-hmm. I'll ask you first. Did you know this was happening? Did you know there was going to be another villain? Uh all right, a little bit of a hot take here. Why the fuck was he there? That's what I, I... The only thing I don't buy is, like, unless he was purposely tracking Tanjiro, or mm-hmm. it, he, maybe he was... Because he had, like, a lot of... He called Rengoku... Like, he really wanted Rengoku specifically to become a demon. Yeah, because Rengoku's fucking dope. Yeah, <laughs> a, again, full circle on Rengoku, like, dope as fuck. But, like, and he, at one point he calls him the Chosen One. You know, mm-hmm. that I'm not sure what that's about. Maybe we can get into that later. Um, but I was like, why, why, why is he here? And it was a very, the clumsiest part of this movie is the transition from the train crash where all 200 people should have died. Just saying. Yes. 100%. (laughs) Yeah. Because that is a, like a part that they put focus on later. Like technically run Goku wins because you know, he saved all those lives. It's like, but did he like the train fucking crashed? And that, like they even say, like I know he's like really. Fa- they kind of like clumsily say he's fast and he saved all his people. I'm not buying that. That that's that's just spooky. I don't like crashes like that in real life or in anime. It's just kind of creepy. I mean, they did a great job showing him, like protecting the five cars in the back during the Enmu fight, right? Yes, that yes. was all great. But then when the train crashes, they don't show you anything and they just sort of hint, like, oh, he's yeah, he saved. saved. Like they don't even like if you're like that's just why even have it crash like maybe just make it derail and like come to a slow stop and like they have to do but like why stage a literal train crash where it comes completely yeah. off the tracks it's like it's on its head <laughs> completely like caterpillared in a different direction like bah, nah, everybody's fine it's good all 200 yes. couple yeah. scraped elbows <laughs> couple injuries but everyone's gonna live but that's you know and then just anime logic anime logic i suppose that's anime that's anime, but <laughs> so, um, so why was he there? So, so it's funny. I had a different reaction. So, I, I think what they were going for and how it hit for me was like, you know, this sort of false sense of security. Even though it's like the movie's not done yet, like clearly something else is going to happen. I but really didn't think this was going to happen. I, I genuinely, I was, I was shocked. I thought it was like, a, oh, you thought you were safe, but now the real threat has appeared oh shit, I thought we were out of the danger. Like, but there's it, no stakes to it. I thought there was, because Tanjiro had no ability to do anything, and we had just gotten out of like really liking Rengoku. Or, but also kind of being like, well, we didn't get to see a ton of him, but then he's kind of the only one that's not left incapacitated. I, I don't disagree with the stakes of what happened, because what I want to say is like once there ends he's up being there, stakes. there ends up being stakes, yeah. and that fight is tremendous, Like we're going to get into mm-hmm. all that, but like, why... There's no, there's no significance to him being there. It's just he's just yeah. there, and it's like okay, well, let's have a, a badass throwdown with another badass guy. Like the like only, said, it's the only like, out. Have, yeah, I think the only out is like, if Muzan Kibutsuji or the upper ranks, 
considered it was possible or likely that Enmu would fail because they do mm-hmm. say at the end of season one, he's uh, Kibutsuji is very uh, vocal in his frustration that the only one to kill Hashiras has been the upper ranks. Mm. The lower ranks have been less than useful, and you know, and even uh, what's his name? Uh, is it Aza? Aza? Uh, Akaza. Akaza says, you know, he's killed several Hashira at this point. So we know, like, you know, maybe he was sent there because they were worried about whether or not Enmu would be successful, knowing there was a Hashira present, and maybe this would be a good opportunity to dice one up. And it seemed like they did not know that Tanjiro would also be present. But then Akaza goes for him right away, so maybe they did, and that's why they sent him. I, don't I could know. see that as maybe like just trying to see if a lower one could pull it off. But like it, you know, at least with Enmu, like there's a mission. Like we had this tease from like the end of this season mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. You know, like we we know why we're there. Like we knew there's going to be a big battle. We knew there's going to be a big fight. But just this guy being there, jumping in at the end of the fight, it just. You know, if we had some dialogue of, like, with Akaza, like, standing over, like, the disintegrating body of, like, Enmu and being like, you guys are worthless. Like, this is what happens. Like, I'm here to clean up your mess. That's fair. If they had thrown in a quick scene scene being like, I knew you wouldn't be able to do this. Or or, or just something. Or even, like, a cutaway. You know, like, showing Kibutsuji being like, hey, you should go check this out and make sure he doesn't fuck it up. Or anything. Anything that would, like, just bridge that gap between him just showing up. There is, you know, it's it's tricky because there is also, I think, like some merit or value in like the shock of like, uh oh, wait, who's this new guy? But but then when you start asking the questions of like, but why is he there? You kind of like lose your sense of disbelief a little bit. So I you don't start know. you start pulling the string or the the wool a little bit mm-hmm. there, and it starts coming away. But like again, I say the second you get past that really in my like kind of like really bad clumsy introduction. It's like it's all good. Like it's fucking awesome. You know, like him the the discourse between you know, like him and um you know, him and Rengoku and also too, like kind of a weird little anime um nitpick is whenever fist fighting characters go toe to toe with people <laughs> weapons, they just block them. It's it's almost like they'll have hands of steel. Yeah. They justify the defense of like the regeneration like it looks it was realistic you know to the mm-hmm. to the world like the rules that this world has presented mm-hmm. to us you know it was that was kind of nice to see because that in re-zero there's a character like that who in the second season goes toe-to-toe with a couple characters and they're just like you know throwing down on his hands and fists and all that and he's just like you know there's no damage to his hands yeah you know <laughs> it's like come on you know I, and then, I sort of bought it with this guy because you get the vibe that he's hundreds of years old and specifically in season one, Tanjiro has had issues breaking Demon's skin because it's been no, so no, hard. no, no. I'm saying I love this. I'm saying this uh, is like okay. this is it done right. You oh, know, like, okay. I thought you like, said yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. I'm saying in other shows, like I have nitpicks. This is like done really it well. It sort of made sense because of the world. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, well, and even in other worlds too, like you feel like you would take a sword to someone, like it would cut through or something or whatever. Yeah. But like you know, Rengoku is doing the damage and it's healing because he's obviously like an like an upper rank, but. I, uh, I, about the healing, I want to say really quick, like, you know, the healing factor is such a threat um, in the show, but never to this degree. No. You know what I mean? Like, it was uh, so good how they nailed this, like, every time, because it was such a long, sustained battle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And every time you'd gain a little bit of ground, you know, we've seen other demons heal in fights in season one, but it, mm-hmm. like, seems to take a bit out of them. They're slow, depending on their age. 
and it seems like they can't always do it indefinitely and it's just sort of like a matter of time until Tanjiro like wears them down yeah this was like instant there was you know there's no diminishing returns recovery is instant uh the demon's having a ton of fun like he just doesn't seem mm. to be getting winded and you just watch Rengoku slow decline it was like a real yeah. fight it was so good yeah, uh, yeah very... the recovery was clutch so and you know like kudos to is it ufo table yeah man Congrats we always say we always say ufo table i don't know how other people pronounce it but other people pronounce it i've seen on podcasts and they they say it in a way that sounds better than ufo table is it ufo anyway sorry I, anyways <laughs> like this is okay so look how long it took us to kind of give gabby a little bit of a it took like the whole season for us to ease up on gabby and it's like we on didn't titan, like attack on titan sorry yeah, yeah. In a span of two hours, I go from not knowing this character to, like, his death is like, oh, this is heavy, and this is powerful, you know? Like, w- total selling of a character in an effective way, like, you know, the like the little comedy at the beginning, and... You know, comedy, we can't, some action. Well, also, we cannot blow past the scene of, like, you know, Tanjiro stabbed, he's laying on the ground, and just the teaching moment. It was almost like a father so and good. son. So There's, like, good. a master and a student of him, like, focus... No, you can do this. And, like, yeah. just the way he was talking... Like, you could tell in the tone of the voice actor, the way he was speaking to Tanjiro, of, like, no, like, you can do this. Like, do the, you know, like, and, like, the way he, like, poked his head, I was like, that was one of the most powerful moments in this movie, by far. It was such a I small agree. little scene, and it had so much fucking weight. I was I was blown away by that. I That's a really good pick, because that was a really cool scene. It was cool to see Tanjiro learn and kind of have a mentor he's had a few mentors in this show yeah and i think that's like one of the themes of the show is how important that kind of stuff is Mm -hmm. um but yeah i agree and and you know what it kind of reminded me of both with the introduction of ren goku um and mu to an extent and then akaza i think you said his name was i think so yeah is that it's kind of um almost similar in a distant way to My Hero Academia and how they're able to introduce characters and build a rapport with them very quickly mm-hmm. yeah. because they're just so efficient at it. And, like, you just pick that Ren Goku scene. Like, they, they just sort of hit the notes they need to hit mm-hmm. very efficiently throughout the whole show. You know, like you said, comedy, teaching moment, action, everybody thinking how cool he is. And yeah. then this just balls-to-the-wall fight. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, they did everything they needed to do with less, you know, he's on screen way less than an hour. Um, Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. To make you care about a character. And um, Akaza as well, I've heard that people love him. I don't know anything. He's got some good depth. From what we saw, he's got some pretty good depth for a villain yeah. like that. That was not just complicated. A, yeah. It's very, it opened up the scope of what it is to be a demon, I think. And I think this yeah. is a good tease of what is to come for Nezuko. That's all I could think about. The way this guy was talking about you know, focusing your art, because he makes, he makes the reference to, in like 100 or 200 years, you know, you can be the best, you know, mm-hmm. you'll be way better than you are, and like, and then he makes a reference later, like, in it, I think he gets like one good hit on, I think it's when he blo- more or less blows his eye out. Yeah. Um, he says, like, you know, in like a year or two. You'll be at your physical um, peak. You know, like, that wouldn't have hurt you. Like, that wouldn't have affected you. Oh, hit like that. Man. I think he makes a line like that, and it's, it's, it's just interesting to show, like, the training and the focus, like, like they're demons, but they have a weirdly human spirit to them. Well, they've been know? they they've really focused on what motivates each demon that Tanjiro kills throughout season one, and then you get you get a lot more um, when he goes up against what the fuck is the guy? You know the 
the critically acclaimed episode 19 when he goes up against the spider guy the lower five yes um because you get you know several episodes on that guy's motivations and the whole fake family thing and it's you know the whole childhood trauma um you get a lot about that but it like it's really impressive how much they gave akaza in 20 30 minutes maybe yeah he was like very right at the end but he, yeah, everything he on him was super martial arts focused. Like he even says, you know, as a fellow martial artist, I don't understand why you would do this or why you would do that. It was cool to see that was like a different tack that we haven't seen. Them trying to convince, you know, one of the Hashira or just a regular Demon Slayer to come over and join them. Mm. Um, I was I, I was super interested and I really really loved that whole thing. There's a specific thing which is also a big time animeism. I wonder if you caught it because it's so Dragon Ball Z. Okay. But it's like, as the fight scene kicks off, they it's so cool too. Like it's one of the best shots in the movie, in my opinion. Oh, you and, see the flashes of color in the distance. Yeah, the flashes of color in the distance, and Tanjiro is watching, and Inosuke is watching. And I think one of them says, "I can't even follow their movements." Yeah, I think it's Inosuke. Yeah, it's big time Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah, it's like I can't For jump sure. in. Like I, I can't, they're so fast. You know, they're faster than the human eye, but. In Dragon Ball Z, that just keeps happening throughout the whole show. Yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't like, go away. Yeah, that doesn't go away. But that that was super cool, and like, yeah, the effects, like the lighting stuff that they did, uh, to to show how far ahead they were. Um, yeah, I don't know what more there is to say on that fight other than its conclusion was spoiled for me. That was the one I told you about. Oh, it was eh? That was it. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, thumbnail on uh on youtube Our, Fuck, man. we have a how do you, for, how do some people sleep at night that's what i got that's what the, I'm it's i've heard a lot about it from creators um and about how the youtube algorithm will kind of get you inadvertently like as an example you know if you're listening to this podcast, we're pretty much everywhere. You know, you can find our YouTube channel, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, but we have a specific part-time otaku pod uh, podcast YouTube channel that we post some of our stuff to, but like just based off of what we put up and like the tags we use, like the recommended videos are all mm. super anime oriented, right? Yeah. It's every anime we talk about. It's Attack on Titan. It's Demon Slayer. It's this that. So I was there like just uploading like a quick thing, and I. On the homepage, the thumbnail was, oh my god, Ren Goku's death. And it's just a thumbnail oh of his bloody god. face. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Oh, that's. And I was, you know, I use that YouTube profile, you know, like once a week to put up some stuff when we record yeah. it. So that was pretty good. Um, but now that that's on the table, I love the decision to kill him. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it needed to happen. Like, they really said it. Like, <clears throat> they. they piecemealed it a little bit tidbits here and there mm-hmm. throughout the movie it was not that it was obvious but it was like well this is they gotta they gotta hit the movie on a side note that's this show you know there's that is positivity this show it's so i knew <clears throat> also the introduction introduction of akaza like you know as you not his actual introduction but like as you learn about him a little more in the fight, just like the back and forth between the two of them, mm-hmm. I was like, they're not, they are not fucking killing this guy. Like, yeah, it, it was such it a was, strong intro, right? It was evident that they are setting him up for bigger things. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in, gonna be in, around in many ways. I was like, yeah, I think, uh, I think new, uh, I think new guy Rengoku is uh, fucking going down for the count on this one. But powerful, very effective anime death. They're not always like this, Dave. <laughs> 
They are absolutely not like all this. And uh, it was just so good to see us develop stakes because like, mm-hmm. you know, they, they have a number of misdirects in here, you know, like there's one like Ashira has never killed an upper rank. And for a second, you know, like we've seen how cool I had to Red think Goku about is. that. Yeah. I had to think about that. I was like, really? But yeah. I guess they've been all, it's like you said, they've been in that position forever. Like they don't die. Yeah. And, you know, it feels for a sec like, oh, shit, we might see the first one. Rengoku looks awesome. He looks unbeatable. Mm-hmm. He's kind of holding, he's holding his own in the beginning of the fight. Um, his, you know, his, like, taking of the high road, you know, in all of these verbal, in all the verbal sparring they were doing. Yeah. If anybody's going to be the guy, you feel like this is the guy. Mm. Right? And that was, like, the first misdirect. And the second one that, like, genuinely did kind of get me for a second was you think it's going to end in a draw. You know, you think that Rengoku might be able to last till sunlight. And I yeah. was like, this is how we go out. Like, if you're going to, like, this is how he goes out. Great it's good death. pacing. Good pacing in a fight. Yeah. It wasn't too drawn out. It wasn't like, oh next week on, and we're resuming. <laughs> you know what I mean? Goku's we're all, like, still waiting. sitting there. Give me your energy. <laughs> yeah, no, none of that. None of that shit. Yeah, you're right. Good pacing. Amazing. I want to say the last 10 minutes. Amazing animation. Even just, like, on... Huh? frames that aren't fights mm-hmm. like uh just like as akaza's seeing the sunlight kind of come over the train stuff like that that was all really killer i feel like i can't remember is it i think there's a shot where it kind of zooms out you see tanjiro and inosuke in the distance and we're yeah. kind of seeing it from in front of it's, uh, rengoku it's, it's like rengoku's pov and there's depth of field like they blew yeah, it what? that was I, yeah, that was freaking, like, goosebumps. I was like, whoa. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. They pulled the stops, all the stops. Yeah, sure. dude. And, like, it, it's so, it's just crazy that this show does shit like that. Mm. That it just seems, it sounds like a bad idea. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you see it in anime, and it's, you see it more when it doesn't work. Like, there's a one, I think it's when Inos- or, uh, Rengoku uses his, you know, his last big mm. attempt and I think he's, it's literally called Rengoku. Rengoku, and it's like the fire dragon. But the, the aftermath is what got me, because there's this smoke effect, and it's clearly 3D. Um, mm. It's clearly CG, is not hand-drawn. And, like, you know, just using, like, CG'd, like, smoke in an anime to, like, sort of hide 2D characters. Like, the, more often than not, that may not look good, but it looks so fucking good. And then, like, wait, that scene you just mentioned, like, the, like, depth of field blurry, like, POV shot, that's, like, just sounds, like, so hard to do. It's, like, almost, like, closer to, like, an amazing video game cinematic. Yeah. Uh, but it, it completely worked. And then, uh, then that motherfucker gets away. <laughs> and just, you know, and I don't want to go on it too much. Like, I, yeah. I do like, I like the power, it's going to sound so bad, I like the power of, like, just friend love. You know, like, they're all, like, mourning together, the three of them. And, like, and you have, yeah. like, their own flares. You have, like, Tandrew, who's, like, truly, like, truly feeling it. You know, because, you know, he had, like, another master or another mentor taken away. Another person he, he was potentially could look up to. You know, you get Zenitsu who just kind of being emotional in general. And, like, kind of worried about the situation. Just, like, the awe of the power. You know, like, you could tell, yeah. like, the his, the fact that his shear was killed in front of them. And he missed the fight and all that. Not that he missed it, but you know, you know what I mean. Couldn't help. And then just, yeah. you know, and then Anusuke just, you know, trying to do he's trying to do his best way to bring up his boy and i was like fuck man like friends are good yeah you know i love just good friends in a show like tandro's breakdown was so good because i remember watching it and it it, it keeps coming back to him and at one point he says i'm so frustrated 
Yeah. And he's like, you know, and and the dialogue, we've talked a lot about dialogue on this show and the importance of it. But he says, like, I just feel like I'm fumbling around in the dark or I'm fumbling yeah. around. How am I ever going to get to his level? Yeah. And even he couldn't do it. No. You know what I mean? And even he couldn't get the job done. Um, and like that, as a viewer, it's, you're like, fuck, man, we still have so far to go. It and sets even if up you get a there. very, very curious power imbalance. Yeah, they I have to didn't, I level didn't think this. we had. Because this was a good... Cause the really cool tool they do is they show the emo- also the crow crying was just like wow i love that like yeah. chef's kiss i don't know what it just it was perfect oh and the scene of the crow showing people and then the crow goes the and talks chef. to everyone and then you you get everyone's reactions oh, by the way and, yeah just just on that note you know what would have taken you right out is if they had the crow's comical voice in there but they you know just oh, from a production standpoint they're like no 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 like this is an emotional moment we're not going to do the funny so they they cut that right out and they only show the grief the reactions a little bit of dialogue just another good writing choice sorry but what they did is they cut to one of the the uh the i again i don't know the names they they lord dump you right at the fucking end it was one of the the clumsiest thing of season one anyway we'll get into that another day but the one character says like oh like it got Rengoku, it was kind of yeah. like, oh fuck, <laughs> like he, he was I... the guy, you know. So it's like, I, I wonder where where the cast is going to go to get yeah. to that. Obviously, it's going to be Tanjiro, like Tanjiro, like come on, like mm-hmm. he's he's you know he's well, he's boy. you know there, there's a couple things in here. Uh, quickly, do have you seen any season two art or trailers? And do you care if I tell you a minor detail of who they will potentially be seeing more of? Um, you can say yes. No, you, no, get in it. Like I'm not gonna watch trailer stuff, but if, I'll listen to you talk about it. The 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 guy who says, "Man, not even Rengoku could kill an upper rank." Um, I don't know which Hashira he is, but he. Okay. I think we're gonna see him in season two. Like I think That's they a, spend time with him. Oh, okay. And I, that's all in. I don't know, maybe... Well, see, because yeah. he had the most dialogue, so that makes sense. Because yeah. there's the other main dude that originally found Tanjiro. He's, he just has a line of Do IC. You. Yeah. Yeah. Um, i like to see more of him. I always liked him. Yeah, like, he, yeah. they use him very sparingly and very well. I, I think they, for a reason. They, um... For a re- yeah, yeah. Rengoku does say something about there's always been a flame Hashira, and there's always been a water Hashira. Mm. Um, Giyu is the water Hashira, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end there, though... You know, um, Tanjiro uses the Hinokami yeah. a couple times in this show, or in this uh, movie, and then yeah. he uses it his flame-breathing, like, again, right when he sh- throws his sword, which he just got back at the end of season one. <laughs> yeah. So he's without a sword again. Wonder how that's going to go. Mm. Uh, but maybe he combines the breathing forms, or, it can, or maybe he learns to use multiple, and maybe that's... How he so there's, fixes there's the power also, gap. There's another random thing. I don't know if this is just like an anime-ism. Like whenever you kind of get like a lore dump. But it was under that. It's when they do the recap of the different breathing styles. Of the five styles. Like the you know fire, water, Yeah, there's like a little wind. cool anime sequence thing. Yeah, there's that, and then they kind of like, and then and then from that, there's other forms. Offshoots like mist and it offshoots, but then but that's insect. exactly it. You took it. They specifically make a comment about and mist is a sub thing of that mm-hmm. of this, and I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Why? Like, why did they specifically open like that as like a combination of whatever to or or, what, or whatever it was? And I was like, it's that's interesting that that is the one they chose to like double down on. I I figured it was because like 
they showed the mist Hashira and the insect Hashira, and it was like, I think you kind of, maybe maybe you'll disagree, but in a way, you kind of have to like justify the existence of these other Hashira that don't seem to be from the elements. But like, do you, know, you need to do that in the moment? In the movie? Yeah, good point. Like, in like a big budget, like brand or you know a stepping stone movie i it just it, it stuck out as like interesting not like as why like, are you pointing to them yeah it's it seemed like obvious setup to something or like an easter like an easter egg of some sort or you know like uh, for the for the manga readers but dave this this movie kind of go back to like the rengoku like the emotional and like just like the fucking master class handling of this introduction and like exit of a character mm-hmm. it all comes down to the source material and Big time. I, th- that's just the power of why this show works. And why these shows we like work is because the source material is just awesome. Mwah. You know? Like, it's, yeah, it's they, all they, in all, good shit. Fucking great movie. I gotta watch it. Well, you and I... Killer if, movie. You and I, hopefully, I really hope this thing is still kicking around somewhere in the province in theaters. Oh, man, I that would, was one of the things I was thinking of. When you and I, if we, when we get our second dose there and we get, and we can safely go into a movie theater, I hope we have the opportunity to see this in a movie theater because that would be killer. This was designed for that, no doubt in my mind. The, this, the like, the sound, the atmosphere of it was begging to be blown away. I would have to wear headphones for sure in the theater for this movie. <laughs> Absolutely. A, yeah, the score was really good. We didn't touch a lot on that, um, but it was very good. They had like some of that weird anime techno stuff going on for Akaza's theme that I'm not usually a fan of, but I yeah, I, I didn't thought I worked. didn't Do you know that that meme going on around? There's that uh No. Ra- there's rap artists and what rap artists are going to sound like in 2040? Oh god. Oh my god, I'm going to send it to you later. And all I could hear every time there's like that one high pitched note in a causes like fight music. Yeah. All I can think of was that meme, and I was like trying not to laugh. And like this, this is such an if important. It, if it fits, we'll put it on the Instagram. So, <laughs> so stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. there, there was one little like full circle moment. I don't know if it counts, but there's they do this bit at the beginning of the movie where Tanjiro keeps asking Ren Goku, "What are you looking at?" Because he just keeps looking off in the distance. Yeah, <laughs> like on these funny like close-up frames the, yeah. and then he looks off in the distance for his death because he sees mm. his mom i don't know if that was like an artsy thing or if that was just like a fun coincidence but i remember noticing like oh look like he's yeah. dying looking off in the distance because he sees his mom um we didn't really talk about his subconscious or his dream but i thought we it's more or less covered by the fact that we've talked about how well he was handled yeah which is to say they did his backstory wasn't a, too much very efficient wasn't too, yeah yeah um, and, you know, like, I think the the essence of that character is just how good-hearted and uh, not unlike Tanjiro in that way, uh, he was. And then it really is suiting that when he dies, his question is going to be, um, do you think I did all right? You know, when he asks mm. his mom that, you know, just immediately post-death. Yeah. Um, in terms of, you know, stuff that leads into season two, I can only think of two things. One is... Tanjiro's without, the, without a sword. And two is that Rengoku does say you should, like, go to my, see my parents. He gives him, like, post-mortem, like, communique. And he also says, but I think there's going to be some information for you there. A little heavy-handed, but whatever. I get it. Yeah. It's it's the transition from a movie into, like, a You know, this is on borderline uncharted territory, I feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, for, like, this something to be as neatly packaged like this. Mm-hmm. They're allowed to have a couple weird little misses. I think this gives a lot more credence to the fact that Tanjiro might become the new flame. Uh, 
breathe Hashira. like that'll be his Hashira, yeah. or that'll be his main. Very curious. You know, um, I have more, more. Also, too, I thought another anime-ism when I think it's during the Enmu fight and they make, I think, I don't know if he makes a reference or someone makes a reference to the upper ranks and it does like, you know, the main villain, I'm, I'm blanking on his name and then it's kind of like silhouette. It's very uh, vestiges of my, of uh, One for All. You can see the silhouettes mm-hmm. of like the upper rank demons yeah, yeah. and then there's the ones that are clearly more, you can see more of them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, there's our next villains. It's Akaza and then another yeah. woman, another female demon we're going to see. Um, you did not like that? No, no, no. I, I say, like, it's an animism. Like, they, they did that. Like, oh, they're, they, yes, they're yes, setting yes. up season two that way. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just you see it in every shonen. You're, you're, <laughs> you know, across, it's, man. It's funny because they do do that with the lower six right before he encounters uh, the, the the one of the lower six that he ends up fighting. And they do the same mm. thing. It's like they yeah. show a you know a darkened shot with only a couple of them and slightly better focus. Um, so yeah, it sounds like we'll run into Akaza again, maybe sooner than later. Um, I would also not be surprised if we do a time skip, I like not a major one, but remember the show isn't like a stranger to that. They skipped two years <laughs> in oh, uh, the first like five to 10 episodes of the show. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, training, uh, they skipped like two years. So, um, there's that. And then, uh, season two, our guest is you know, fall, winter of this year, though. So it's this year, right around they the corner. Have, they have said uh, yep. this year for sure. And a um, video game, if that's your fancy. Yeah, it also, I heard something, too. Um, it kind of goes against everything that the, the uh, Hashira stand for. How a Hashira will never fight. Mm. A Demon Slayer will never fight one another. Mm-hmm. And it's like, a, it's a 1v1 fighting game. <laughs> Starring all the oh, all funny. the fighters. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. They're, not, kinda... they're never supposed to cross, cross swords. Yeah, so it's... The, I wonder if I there's going to be that. villains in it. So that'd be interesting. Yeah, I but, think um, I saw, like, as, like, an update after the movie came out, they're, like, giving Tanjiro's character, like, fire moves. Oh. Or something. I, I don't know. I'm very out of the know as far as video games stuff yeah. goes. Um, but I think that probably wraps it, unless you've got anything else. I just want to say, do you know what got a huge laugh in, in our house last night? Um, just Rengoku's references to the three of them. He calls he calls uh, I can't remember what he calls Tandrew, but he gives him like a nickname. It's Big Boarhead and then Yellow, Yellow Boy. Boy. Yellow Boy got a huge laugh <laughs> the two times. It Yellow was Boy. Used. <laughs> it's it's because it's on his in his death speech too, right? Like yeah, <laughs> Yellow Boy. And they just cut yeah, to him like just bothering yeah. Nezuko. Yeah, that was pretty good. No, he's trying to get her in the crate. Oh yes, he's trying to get her in the crate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's so funny. Is that part of this last moment. Yellow Boy. Yellow favorite boy. moment yellow boy yeah, yeah. no I, honestly dave as a package i think this was this was just a really nice the yeah. weight was worth it actually it i that's exactly actually. what i was gonna say is i cannot believe that the movie pretty much delivered the goods despite you know like having a spoiler despite like having to wait at what six months longer than the rest of the world like uh feels like yeah i think, I think so. it is it's six actual months longer than the rest of the world with the spoilers and like streams and shit like that being out there it's fucking. Um, it ain't easy dodging spoilers. And, yeah, for and the just, most part. Yeah, we gotta. And also, just it. watching it roll over the earth box offices and like breaking yeah. records, like all of that builds hu- the hype. Yes, which is good, but it also like builds expectations, right? It's like, what are we going to watch here? Mm-hmm. Um, but so I think the fact that we came out of it and that we're both super happy and we're more excited than ever to see 
season two and we're probably more excited than ever to see it in theaters if that's possible um is a very good thing um yeah big big ups to demon slayer mugen train it was super fun to watch and i'm super glad we got to talk about it on the podcast considering this is one of the shows that inspired the whole podcast yeah, this is fun it's, it's not often you get like a one-off like this you know like especially specifically in anime yeah it's usually like a season or like maybe like an ova potentially for a show we watch but you know it's these aren't going to come around too often so mm-hmm. it's yeah it's it's a treat real treat i think we can rack, wrap it up there i think so Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. If this is your first time listening, uh, we're currently also covering My Hero Academia Season 5, and then we have a post-show, which comes out a couple days later in the week, where we cover pretty much everything else that we're watching and just, like, general entertainment anime-related news. Um, So check that out. If you're listening to this, you can find it in the same spot. Feel free to like, comment, subscribe, do all the social media things on the relevant social media platforms. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye, guys. Cheers.